Hey everyone, Austin Swanson here, aka Swanny47, today discussing Cartlytics and specifically the Bank of America renewal and the testing of competitors. Uh, so, a quick important disclosure. I have spent a considerable time assessing the situation, talking with tons of different people and investors, gathering as much information as possible. Um, I've been writing everything down as I, as I gather that information, and I've been trying to fit it together like a puzzle, uh, trying to make sense of what is going on, what may happen, and make sure that I have everything necessary. I didn't, I have, I've been spending so much time on this, this write-up uh, because there's so much information out there at the same time, uh, you know, Cardlytics isn't really talking about it too much. And I'm hearing, you know, some conflicting statements from different parties that I just did not want to put out anything until I felt comfortable that I was sharing, you know, the most accurate information that I could possibly supply. But however, it's still possible. My information is inaccurate. Uh, my understanding or interpretations are inaccurate that maybe I don't have all the relevant information and the facts change or the situation changes. Additionally, I've attempted to include all pieces of information uh, that I have collected. Some pieces of information I try to label or I'll call out that it's a rumor or I'll say supposedly, um, because while usually I don't want to uh, include anything that I cannot confirm uh, or don't have like a public statement from the company directly, I've included it here because some of the information makes sense for the larger story. It makes rational sense. It's come from reputable sources. And the most important aspect of why I've included it is some of these, these pieces of information cleared up a lot of my own questions. There was times where I was sitting there uh, maybe a month ago or, or two months ago and I was like, this just doesn't make sense. Or this, this party, um, you know, this competitor saying this, but someone's saying this. And until I heard some of these, you know, rumors, quote unquote, and I call it a rumor, Anyways, once I heard those, heard that from someone, it cleared up a lot of my confusion. And while, while I say rumor, most of these quote unquote rumors are from other investors where they're telling me something or I'm hearing something, uh, but it's coming from Cardlytics most of the time, right? Uh, and so it's not really a rumor, but again, I don't have that public statement directly from the company uh, that makes me feel 100% confident with it. And so I just wanna be completely transparent for, before going forward. Uh, but most of this is actually just my own conclusions based on what I'm hearing. So again, it's just, it's, it's my own interpretation of what I think is gonna happen here. And finally, regardless of what is discussed and the conclusions I make, the future is still uncertain. Anything can happen. All right, with that, let's get into this. So a quick introduction. There has been quite a bit of discussions around Bank of America um, and B of A uh, in their upcoming renewal with Cardlytics and the testing of local offers that have not been from Cardlytics. I think uh, this has been the number one conversation I have had with other investors uh, in the last few months. Like nothing, I, I think if we went through like my Twitter DMs, probably... <laughs> I think there's no question that this is the number one topic. Uh, my view of the situation today is very different from the first quick conclusion I made when I first became aware of the situation. I believe many still hold that first conclusion. Uh, that could be from not spending time assessing the situation and possibly due to just selling immediately upon when they made that first discovery and, not, and then since then not maybe revisiting uh, or reconsidering the situation. As stated by CEO and co-founder Lynn Lobby, it seems as if many investors have misunderstood the situation with B of A. And again, me included. When I first saw this stuff, you know, your first gut reaction, I guess kind of like that thinking fast and slow, your first reaction is, this doesn't match up with what I thought could happen. Why are they doing this? And you start jumping to those, you know, pessimistic conclusions. And it also doesn't help that the current stock price has been depressed, right? You start using that and anchoring to that and thinking, well, maybe other people know stuff and it just builds onto, yourself, onto itself. 
I also believe uh, this is, yeah, so I already discussed that. So anyways, because this has been such a, a talked about topic, uh, I felt it was worth sharing my thoughts and spending quite a bit of time um, hearing from others, collecting information, and thinking through the the, uh, the situation, both for myself and for others. I, I, you know, there's times where even just in the last week, I'll, I'll have people who say, wait, what's going on? Because again, Carlytics isn't really talking about it. There, there is stuff that they have mentioned, and I'm going to include those quotes here, uh, but it's, you know, never by name or really uh, quite addressing the, the situation um, in terms of the competitors. They have really talked about the B of A renewal, especially uh back in in december or just you know a few weeks ago so again i'm gonna go over all of that so topics i'm gonna give a quick background on the b of a renewal and the competitors and the reasons why i think b of a will likely renewal or renew so b of a renewal so the upcoming renewal in the test of competitors so leading into q the q3 earnings call there were some concerns regarding bank of america not renewing the carolytics at the end of the, their agreement which is going to be on december 31st uh 2021 even today, <laughs> I am still hearing these concerns. Investors are still worried that they may not renew. Uh, one reason for the fear of B of A not renewing has been the testing of local offers by another supplier, not Carlytics. In B of A, you can see local offers uh, or what they call on their location-specific offers. I first became aware of the situation when someone was sending me their B of A offers back uh, September 2nd, 2021. And so I have a quick example from someone else. This isn't the first one from you know September, but from one, uh, one of my friends. And it just shows that there's these, these logos. There's usually just the, the words on them just by saying like the pizza kitchen. No, no, no image, no logo. It'll say location specific. All of them are you know just 5% off and they're just thrown in with the national offers. From my understanding as of today, B of A is working with FIG where FIG is getting their offers from Rewards Network. And B of A is using their non-exclusivity rights to place the offers through Carlytics on Carlytics' rail into the Carlytics system and user interface. I'm gonna go into this in much more in depth throughout this, uh, this whole post. So about FIG and about Rewards Network. So when I first saw these location-specific offers, when back in September when someone sent me those offers, I noticed when you matched by location, this is the first thing I thought of, uh, that they were identical to the offers in Dosh, who also uses Rewards Network. So, uh, you know, they work, so about just a quick little, I'll get into uh, Rewards Network uh, in a lot more detail later, but just a quick, you know, about them. They, they work with restaurants to provide the restaurants funding and then Rewards Networks partners with many different loyalty programs, not just FIG, not just DOSH, I mean, just tons of them, uh, to bring in customers to those restaurants to pay back the loan. They call it like dying down um, back the loan, okay? And so that is an important context for later, and, and we'll get into that. But therefore, when I started doing that comparison by location between the Bank of America, when, uh, like when someone sent me their Bank of America offers, I said, okay, where are you located? I went to DOSH, and I'm like, oh, they're the exact same offers <laughs> and i know dosh uses rewards network so i'm like my first conclusion was well then it must be from carlytics right carlytics has has access to dosh who has access to rewards networks they're exact same offers and, and by exact same offers i'm saying they were exact by offer amount they were uh the same logos they were in in, in most cases they almost all cases they were the exact no, same number of offers and what i mean by that is there wasn't one additional offer in b of a uh, compared to dosh it was the the all the all the offers by location that were in dosh were also in b of a same amount same logo same everything so that's why i'm like oh must be carlytics 
So it seems that it's true that those offers are from Rewards Network. However, as I started gathering more information, it seems like they were not coming from Cardlytics or Dosh, but they were on behalf of Fig. So who's Fig? Uh, for those not aware, uh, and I apologize uh, if I'm saying these names uh, incorrectly, uh, but so from my understanding, Fig was the newly created company out of Agio after they acquired Empire. And so I have a quick little uh, you know snippet from this from that I found online. So it was announced as of April 23rd, 2020. So just you know early last year that Agio acquired Empire and they launched a new company called Fig. Uh, which combined the financial institution card linking business of Agio with the extensive publisher experience of Empire. And so that clears up a little bit because you're going to like uh, Agio has done a lot of inter interviews like on Tegas. And, you know, you, I've also heard some, you know, past mentions of Empire. So there's like there's all this going around. Then you have Fig. So essentially Fig is who we're focused on. But if I ever mention Agio, I, the way I've thought about it, I think it's like the parent company. I don't know. I believe Agio still exists, uh, but they're still doing some of their own work. Uh, but this new created company is Fig, and they're using Rewards Network, from my understanding, working with B of A to put local offers in Cardletics. And they can do that because there's a non-exclusivity exclusivity right with the agreement, and I have links to that in, in the post on, on Substack. And so this just caused some concern, right? This is the first time any bank has uh, exercised that non-exclusivity right. So I believe there's been confirmation that the local offers are from Fig, and I've heard and meant and this that this has been mentioned by many different investors. They've all you know referred to it from Fig, and I believe there's been confirmation that the local offers that Fig is using is coming from Wards Network, right? I, I have heard that from multiple people, and even from my own account, if I'm matching by location, it's the same offers. Uh, if I match by location with Dosh, I mean it's the same offers, the same amount, same logos, you know, between B of A and Dosh. So I'm 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 pretty confident that's Rewards Network. And so once again, as mentioned in the disclosure at the beginning, I still have uncertainty myself on the exact arrangements, given most has not been publicly discussed or disclosed. So Carlytics, where are they coming to this? So Carlytics announces the renewal may be after expiration. This this came at the Q3 earnings call. Um, so, I mean, the fear of non-renewal started <laughs> due to this, you know, B of A testing competitors. And then <laughs> on November 2nd, 2021, uh, I think that fear started to become intensified when Lynn Lobby mentioned that the renewal would not happen until, until early next year. So I have a quick quote from Lynn Lobby from that Q3 earnings. Uh, we are encouraging our banks to let us do more for them so we can all go faster together. This is an extremely positive development in all of our bank relationships. However, the introduction of the ad server and other new offerings has increased the complexity and time it takes to renew contracts. As a result, we believe the Bank of America contract may not be renewed until early next year. But both teams are still working very hard to get it done before the end of the, uh, end of the year. Regardless, we fully expect to reach an agreement with B of A and believe this new contract will be highly beneficial to both parties. We're also focusing on other strategic initiatives, including our recent acquisitions. So that was, that I think kind of incited it, right? We, this fear around B of A and, and maybe them not renewing because now there's, a, so you have them testing a competitor. Then later on you have Lynn mentioning, hey, we're not going to renew uh, when the contract expires on 12-31-2021, right? So people are like, why? <laughs> so your first thought is why aren't you going to renew? And then you're like, wait, but they're B of A's testing competitor. Is, are they not going to renew? 
So then Cardlix addresses the competition. This is also on the Q3 earnings call. Lynn Lobby addresses the competition that investors were worried about. Uh, and I'm they don't she doesn't specifically call out, you know, Fig, but it, 90% sure for well, I'm 99% sure that's exactly what they're talking about. So on the competition question, this is from Lynn. On the competition question, there's really no one out there uh, still in the US or in the UK, to the best of my knowledge, that is competing with us in terms of getting access to banks' data and banks' digital channel to publish targeted advertising content and content that gives you the ability to fully close the loop. There are still certainly people out there who are trying to publish other types of content to some of our bank partners. Some of that content is complimentary. Some of it is kind of noise, but in terms of really creating true transaction-based targeted marketing and fully penetrating all of that spend and being able to use it for advertisers and for advertising purposes, there is no one out there. Okay, so again, this was still kind of general, and I don't think this put anyone to ease because it was it came at the exact same time as saying, "Hey, BVA is not renewing." All right. So the reaction by investors. <laughs> uh, many investors have assumed B of A was testing Fig uh, before the renewal to decide whether to switch to Fig. Once Cardlytics mentioned that renewal may not happen until after the expiration date and, uh, of their agreement, many began to worry even more. A non-renewal B of A would lead to Cardlytics losing data and the number of users. It would, would decrease advertising reach and attractiveness of Cardlytics to advertisers and possibly lead to less offers and less engagement and less redemptions. So, I mean, that's why it's a big deal if they if, if they lost B of A. Even though B of A is not the biggest partner, I mean, we could get into the questions of all what's implied by the current market valuation, uh, market price valuation of like, you know, 2.1 billion. Uh, maybe it's already just completely assumed now at this point that it's even worse than that, but that's, I, we'll get into that a little bit, a little bit later. Uh, a non-renewal would also be a negative signal to investors and other banks that maybe the platform isn't as great as people think it is. Uh, but as will be discussed below, even when Loby felt that the interpretations and corresponding uh, decrease in the stock price related in part to these concerns was a misunderstanding of investors and a quote, epic overreaction. So with that little bit of introduction, I mean, I know that's, that's a, a, a quite the large introduction there, uh, but I, I think that sets up quite nicely to, you know, why we're even talking about this, right? If, if I wasn't hearing the comments still today from people thinking that B of A is not going to renew, I wouldn't be talking about this, right? And I, and I think it's important. I think this is something unique that we haven't seen before. Uh, possibly if, if B of A doesn't renew, maybe it's the first sign of disconfirming evidence that we've seen in a while. Uh, but as we're going to discuss now, here are the reasons why B of A will likely renew. I mean, there are many points discussed why it is uh, that we're going to discuss why it seems rational and high likelihood that B of A will renew with Carlytics, and each point will be discussed in detail. But I'm just going to go over my. <laughs> I've spent more time on this than probably uh, uh, anything. Um, worrying about the order, thinking, make sure this makes sense, inverting each one, thinking, okay, if this if this didn't happen, would this still hold true? And so here are the f I think what. 15 reasons why I think B of A will, will renew, why it's likely, and then I'm going to go into depth with each one. So the first one, you know, the quote, epic overreaction, uh, that the renewal is misunderstood by investors. Uh, multiple previous renewals. There have been multiple ones, right? This isn't the first one. So this isn't the first chance that B of A has had to not renew. The third reason, uh, one previous renewal was also after expiration. Right? This isn't like the first time this has ever happened. It's also common with banks to have these uh, renewals after, expir ex after expiration. And it's fine given uh, there's a month-to-month -month continuation uh, clause in the contract. So it's okay if it goes after expiration. 
The fourth reason is it's a, there's known reasons for the delay. It wasn't like they're saying, hey, there's a delay and we're not telling you what's going on. And then you just immediately think, well, it must be because of the, uh, the testing of FIG. Instead, Carlix has laid out that there's five main, uh, main things that they're trying to negotiate and it's just taking more time. They're trying to get host the technology because Bank of America Bank of America is the only bank left uh, where Carlix is not hosting all of the tech. They're trying to put it in the cloud. They're trying to get the new ad server, which allowed for better organization through the new user interface, product level offers, and more. Uh, they're trying to get better economics, which I think is a really interesting point here that we're going to go into depth more later. And they're trying to give uh, B of A their bank self-service platform. The fifth reason why I think it's likely that Bank of America is going to renew is Carlytics is likely reporting really strong results right now to B of A. Uh, and I'll, I'll talk about why, why I think that. And so that decreases the risk of B of A being unhappy with the core offerings, right? It'd be, it'd be more understandable, I think, if, if Carlytics was not executing and just doing really bad and not giving them offers, uh, and there was a reason to be unhappy, but I think it's going the opposite. And so we're going to, there's some interesting thing there. Uh, six, B of A is only testing local offers. Right, and they're not testing to replace Carlytics. They're doing it in in Carlytics offer uh, offer wall on Carlytics's Rails, and they're only doing lo uh, local offers. Seven uh, banks would prefer one supplier. Uh, this even came from Agio, right? They specifically mentioned this, so that decreases the risk of others using Fig or even B of A using Fig in the future. Uh, eight Carlytics is already integrated, so there's no switching costs required. They have more trust and experience, uh, and they get all the upcoming innovations that Carlix is supplying with even within probably the foreseeable future, right? So one thing I've always thought about is it seems weird to me that it's like, okay, Carlix is just about to introduce all these new things, especially with the new ad server. And Carlix, uh, B of A has been with Carlix for 10 years or even more. And it's like, oh, now we're not going to renew right before all this happens. That just, just doesn't seem right, right? Uh, the other thing, Carlix provides more benefits to the banks than FIGs. They have the national offers, more customization and differentiation between cards and card offers. And there's something really important there that I'm going to hit on. Uh, they have the increasing budgets from the more self-service with the agencies. They have the larger dedicated resource of employees that allow, allow for more innovation and more communication, better analytics, and they have a larger reach. Uh, and I'll discuss that in depth. 10, Carlix has access, has access to the same local offers via Roars Network. Fig or Aju talks a lot about Fig having, oh, there's so much better in local offers, right? And I think that's an outdated comment because then later on, you know, Carlytics acquires Dosh, who has the same local offers via uh, Rewards Network, right? Through Dosh. But then 11, Carlytics may soon have substantially higher number and more unique local offers than Fig. So the one thing that Fig has that they keep touting that they say they're so good at, their local offers, well, Fig or Carlytics just might. Sur surpa uh, surpass them in, in a substantial way and there's <laughs> it's really interesting because Aju said oh if Carlos was to do this they need to do all these things right and Carlix is doing all of those things and it's all recent right and so that's kind of why there's a lot of these comments that I think Aju made that are kind of outdated which were true at one time and that's why when I heard one rumor uh, it started really fitting the pieces together that all these comments that Aju was making was before Carlix was executing on all these new things within even the last few months uh, 12, supposedly, uh, the testing of Fig went poorly, right? So that it's not like we're hearing that, oh, the testing was amazing. It was so much better than Carlytics. We're hearing the exact opposite, right? And I put supposedly because I don't know for certain, right? And this might be just coming from Carlytics. 13, the Fig offers are based on location. So supposedly not given access to purchase data, 
right? That's what that's what I'm hearing. And, and it makes sense because people who aren't even using the card, they're seeing like 50 offers and it's offers just within a, you know, like a 50 mile radius. So it's not very specific to the user based on the purchase day. It's just whatever user. And again, that's why it matches DOSH because they're just all the offers that people see. And then 14, uh, B of A, possibly lost negotiating leverage due to testing fig right if it's going poorly it might be like well we, you no longer have that leverage to say hey we can switch to fig if they're seeing the numbers and seeing the proof and 15 uh truest renewed with carlytics in the q4 2021 so it's not like there's some uh, systemic problems where across the board carlytics isn't working i mean directly related to that, i mean it's we're seeing that you know someone else renew in the exact same quarter or the same month so there shouldn't be any problem so uh, that is a quick overview of everything. I am now going to go in depth uh, with all the rest of these. Right, so as I go through each one of these points in more detail, uh, just know there's a lot of quotes here, a lot of pictures. Uh, if you want to access this, it'll be all on my Substack in case I just don't read everything in perfect detail. So the first one, and I think it's a big one, right, was the quote, epic overreaction according to lynn Lobie, right that that this renewal is currently misunderstood by investors so at the the december 20 2021 so just literally earlier this month at the raymond james technology conference uh when asked this is a quote anything else you think that is kind of misunderstood from investors today and lynn responded i mean obviously our stock is way down and i do think it's an epic overreaction quite frankly but it is my job to think that but I think it is an epic overreaction for two reasons. One is when we said the B of A contract wasn't going to get done by the end of the year, I think a number of investors freaked out. And I can confidently tell you that the contract is going to get done. Confidently. It's just a matter of how much goodness we, we, we get in there. And then later it says, um, after talking about some other misunderstandings, and I don't think investors understand the dynamics behind the banks and the bank channel and just how the banks operate. It is common for us to not have a contract signed for many quarters after it expires because they are banks. And then Lynn Lobby also publicly stated uh, her confidence in B of A renewing uh, during the Q3 earnings call when she said, we fully expect to reach an agreement with B of A and believe this new contract will be highly beneficial to both parties. So here's the thing. I, <laughs> she recognizes that it's not even just like, <laughs> she recognizes that people are uh, not understanding the situation here. And I'm not sure any CEO would risk their reputation by saying something so confident as we fully expect to reach an agreement when if they didn't think that was going to happen, let alone giving very spe specific reasons for the delay. I feel if Lynn knew they were not going to reach an agreement uh, at all, the commentary would be more general and closer to saying something like, oh, we're still working on reaching an agreement, right? And not stating how confident she is that and giving very specific reasons for the delay. I just, I, I don't think the commentary would match up if it was the opposite where she didn't think they were going to renew. And additionally, this is, I think, kind of important, excuse me, that after the reaction by investors regarding the Q3 2021 guidance and the co corresponding actual earnings, I believe management has went conservative with their statements, right? They, they, they got rid of the Q4 guidance uh, at the time and they just started, or was it, or was it Q2? Sorry, I might have this wrong here. Uh, it was Q2 guidance, no, it was at Q2 earnings for Q3 guidance. They didn't match, they didn't meet expectations. And people started questioning management. They said they were over -optimi uh, optimistic, promising things they couldn't keep. All these things, I mean, people blew out of proportion, I feel like. Uh, but it lost a lot of confidence with Carlytics and their management and what they were saying, right? And so once that happened, they started toning it back down, not saying as much, and I think trying to tamper expectations. So 
Therefore, now, you know, right after all this, being so confident in the renewal, I think it just carries extra weight, right? I think, I think because they have been, like, they know now, hey, we can't be, we got to be a little less aggressive with what we're promising here, or what we say, but then saying, no, we are going to renew, those just don't sync up. But again, I mean, this was just, I thought for sure, once Lynn said this at, you know, the, the December conference of just being so blatant, saying it's an epic overreaction, it's misunderstood, and then let alone, as we'll get into, they gave exact reasons for the delay. I thought this would be put to bed, but because I kept hearing about it, I, I thought, it's, I'll, po I'll post a write-up. Okay, so the second thing. There's been multiple previous renewals, right? This wasn't the first chance for B of A, like, like, if there was never one renew renewal since the uh, the first time that this was effective, which was November 5th, 2010, I would understand a little bit more. And that's what I first thought, right? I'm like, wow, this contract hasn't been renewed for you know, 10, 11 years. Maybe that they're unhappy. And so maybe this will be the first, like, this is a big deal. Are they going to renew or are they not going to renew? But that's not the case. They've renewed multiple times. And so each time has been a chance for them not to renew. And so it's like, they're obviously like, there isn't something that's been, that they've been upset about for all these years. And now finally they get a chance to not renew. No, that's not the case. They've renewed before. So I have a nice little summary of all the, uh, the master agreement number, the addendum number, uh, and then the signed date and the effective date. And then I also, there's these uh, little source numbers. So I have sources to all those down below. So you can go through and actually they're, they're all publicly disclosed. So this is not the first time B of A is renewing. Although I believe some investors think it is the first renewal. I did it first. Uh, if it was the first renewal, there would be more uncertainty as whether B of A has been uh, having a less than stellar experience with Carlytics. Given they've had multiple times, uh, multiple times of the, they've renewed multiple times in the past, it is more likely they will renew again, especially given the extensive amount of improvements Carlitos could offer to B of A. You have the new ad server, the new UI, skew product level data um, uh, via bridge, more offers and increasing ad budgets from the self-service, the bank self-service, more unique local contacts via the API and self-service that they're offering. I mean, there's all of these improvements and it's like, you, you, you went with them for, you know, 10, 11 years and you've done multiple renewals and that's like, oh, now we're not going to renew right before all this happens, right? I, I really think, and I might repeat this later, is I think if I think if I was B of A and they were unhappy, right, I would think they would renew one more time or for one more year just to see what's going to happen with all these improvements, right? It's not just like a, hey, we have one more thing that we're, we're trying to do here and B of A is like, no, you've had your chance. There is a lot of improvements, right with data because us bank is doing some of this with the new ad server and having you know using product level offers seeing higher engagement they have the proof so it's not just like they're they're you know promising something that we have no idea if it works or not they have they have that those numbers and so i think that really adds to their case that uh i would i would think us bank after or uh, bank of america after all these years would want to see what happens so and even if the past renewals were auto renewals right? Each time was still a chance for B of A to, to end, end the relationship. And they did. They kept it going. And even these auto renewals take time, according to Lynn. So again, uh, in December, Lynn said, and so that's, that's why it it's going to take some time to get this contract done. It always does, no matter what. Even an auto renewal sometimes takes, you know, six months for a party to agree. So these take time, right? So Reason number three why B of A will likely renew a Cardlytics. Uh, one previous renewal was also after expir expiration. It's common with banks, and it's fine because because there's a month to month agreement or a month to month uh, continuation uh, clause in the agreement. So a frequently asked question is: Shouldn't it be a concern that B of A is not renewing a Cardlytics before the end of the expiration date? 
And my answer is it's it's just not un, it's not uncommon with these renegotiations reno, uh, re to go past the expiration date. So as seen in my summary above, we can look at it right here. So that uh, the contract ended 11-4-2015 and it was renewed over two months later on January 14th, 2016. And it's kind of similar to, you have the holiday, the year end, uh, but again, it's fine because you because I, I even have it right here. This is fine by the contract because, uh, or the terms of the agreement, because it says, if Bank of America does not notify supplier of its, of its intent to renew or terminate this agreement, the agreement shall continue in effect on a month to month basis. So it's fine, right? It's not like, oh, you don't renew, the contract's done. It's kind of like a, a rental agreement where if you don't uh, sign a new you know, extension, it just continues month to month. Uh, and then Lynn also reiterated this in December when she said, and I don't think investors understand the dynamics behind the banks, the bank channel, and just how the banks operate. It is common for us to not have a contract signed for many quarters after expires because they are banks. She's calling it out saying, I mean, people don't understand like this is common, right? That we don't sign these often. And again, it's happened before. If it's never happened before and she told me that, it'd be like, okay, I, I know you're saying it's common, but I've never seen it. We can see it. It's happened. Uh, four, this is, this might actually be the biggest one, right? This, I think puts a, this put a lot of doubt in my mind to bed once they, number four, gave reasons for the delay. So the freaking last question, even if delays have happened in the past, and even if they're allowed with the month-to-month -month continuation, uh, isn't it still a bad sign if they do not resign after expiring or, or until after expiring? Why? I mean, why are they waiting until afterwards, right? I agree. I think if there, it would be a bad sign if there was no explanation given. It's like, I, I get it's common with the banks, the banks take time, but I'd still probably be nervous. However, Carly explained at the December conference the delay was due to all the new items they were attempting to get B of A. Uh, I'm going to read this one because I think this is probably the most important thing, probably for everything else. So, Lynn Lobby said at the December questions uh, or the December conference. As a reminder, B of A is our oldest client. The contract that we're working on is, I'm not exaggerating, the contract we signed in 2010, when we were really the only bank, uh, uh, they were really the only bank we had. So we're looking at this as an opportunity, opportunity to really massively re-level set the contractual relationship that we have with B of A. So there's five really big things that we're trying to drive. The first is they're the only bank where we don't host the technology. It's still sitting in their environment. So if we want to make a change to like Chase or Wells Fargo, it takes us two minutes. We want to make that same change in B of A, it takes us two months because we have to go through their internal processes. So we're negotiating that, that they're going to let us host it. As part of hosting, we want to put it in the cloud. Some banks are still anxious about the cloud. And so there is an education process and a, a negotiation process to help them understand all the benefits and value they get by being in the cloud. Third, third thing that we are negotiating with B of A is, by the way, you need to take the new ad server in 2022 as part of this new contract. Fourth thing is, you know, you still have economics like you're the only bank in the network and, and we're still a small startup. So let's have the conversation now. I would caution investors, you should not assume you will see major windfalls there, but I think we will get some wins on the margin with better economics and the overall relationship. And then in return for all that, the carrot, if you will, that we're giving B of A is not only does this new ad server open up all the new content that we've been talking about, but it also opens up the ability for you bank to customize your program. And we're building it for all banks. So it's basically self-service for banks so that they can run, they can do some of the things we've been doing for Chase for the last two years. So any bank can do that. 
but they can do it themselves. And so that's why it's going to take time for this contract to get done. It always does, no matter what. Even an auto renewal sometimes takes, you know, six months for a party degree. But I think we'll probably get it done by the first half of next year. Not sure if it'll be signed in the first quarter of next year, but we have no concerns about our ability to get this contract done. It's just a matter of how much of those five things we get. There you go. That, that explains the delay. I mean, there's so much they're trying to do, and there's so many important aspects to this, and I'm going to explain these in depth later and, and, and some nuances. But the first big important point here that just kind of like hit it home for me of the whole, are they going to renew or are they not going to renew, or what's the situation like, is be it... Uh, the one particular subpoint that also illustrates why B of A is likely to renew is the fact Carlix is attempting to get better economics under the B of A agreement, either from reducing revenue share, uh, which makes sense because they said, hey, the economists are like, you're the only bank and we're some small startup. Uh, and, you know, B of A took the most risk at the time, but that's no longer the case. So it could be from reducing revenue share or no revenue share on the product level offers because that's coming from Bridge and not the bank um, or both, right? So I don't think Carlytics... <laughs> Uh, if they were at risk of losing B of A, we'd be sitting here saying, you know what, I know we're, we might lose you, but we actually want, when we're, we're negotiating, we want better economics. We want to lower your revenue share. Like, if you were going to lose B of A, you would not be doing that. You would not be pressuring them to say, I know you want to leave, but how about we actually take, you take less money? That wouldn't happen. That just doesn't make sense, right? So I think, I think, uh, and there's some other things I'm going to talk about, like why uh, later on, why B of A, because they've been testing these local offers and they supposedly have been going poorly, why well, they might be losing losing negotiation leverage and then pushing in Carletic's favor. And they know that. And maybe that's added, actually adding to the delay. As they say, whoa, we're not, you want all this? We, we you tested this, uh, this fig. It's not going as great as you said. We have all this stuff. We have all this data. We know it's going well. We can do this all for you. Uh, and so if, if you want, we're, we want better economics. Okay. Uh, and all these other benefits. And most of these things are going to, besides the revenue share, most of this is benefiting uh, B of A as well. So number five, Carlix is likely reporting strong results to B of A, which is decreasing the risk that B of A is unhappy. So there's something in the general service agreement. When I was going through the agreement between B of A and Carlix. They said there's a, they have to supply report to B of A. And there's all these, I have it in my, my wrap. There's all these items and these datas uh, that they have to report to B of A. And so one thing I discussed and I won't go into a lot of detail, but a lot of these items that they report to B of A would be a, f a function of how many offers are in the channel. And so I have this picture of uh, one of my friends who had 90 offers from B of A. I've seen people with 150 offers, and I'd say 66% to maybe 75% uh, have been Cardlytics offers. And, and there's some time like this one, there's 90 offers, 76 are from Cardlytics and the rest are from local. I've seen some with 150 offers and like around 50 are local or somewhere around there, like if you're in New York, uh, but that still means 100 from Cardlytics, right? So B of A is showing more offers um, than any other banks that are partnered with Carlytics, right? And so this is to say Carlytics should be reporting solid and improving numbers to B of A, which increases the chance of renewing, right? So, I mean, if the opposite was occurring, where with all these reporting items, maybe if they had less and less offers and there was only a few offers in the channel, that maybe these reporting items would be, you know, they would be showing B of A worse and worse results. Well, that could cause some room for concern because they might not be happy. But that's not happening. It's going the opposite way. We're seeing more offers in B of A than anywhere else, and it's only increasing. And it should only increase as they, you know, these people start increase, uh, the advertisers increase their ad budgets. There's more self service. You get the SKU level data, which opens up, you know, the bridge clients and more clients. I mean, it's just, it should only keep improving. So I believe these improving results combined with the new ad server, new user interface, adding product level offers, 
the new ad manager with uh, both API connection for partnering for uh, this SMB and local content and the self-service component, which will allow for that, that content. Uh, and the fact that they're giving the banks, you know, this, the self-service platform for them, I think these are all reasons why Carlytics is probably saying that their relationship with B of A is the best it's ever been. And the odds of non-renewal are probably pretty, pretty low. Six, B of A, again, another huge reason. B of A is only testing local offers. And they're not testing to replace Carlytics, from what I can see. So question uh, that I've, been, I've, I've had, is B of A testing FIG to replace Carlytics? And it's possible, right? It's possible that B of A is still testing FIG to replace Carlytics. Uh, and while it's still an assumption held by others, the testing of FIG looks to be only for location offers or location-specific offers and not to remove the national offers provided by Carlytics. That's right now. The only offers by FIG are those local offers. If FIG, uh, if FIG is adding other offers, it's unknown to me. And it would not match what I'm hearing as well. Additionally, Awake, uh, or Agio, the parent company of FIG, uh, that is the way I've thought about it, has explicitly said Carlytics does better with national offers and FIG has done better with local offers. But that might be an updated comment because now Carlytics has the exact same offers with the Warren Network and they're really working on adding a lot more local and SMB offers here in the future, which would probably make Carlytics eventually if not if they're not equal today in the future they might even be you know carlix might be surpassing them so fig offers are also running on carlix rails so given the local offers are in the same offer section as carlytics with uh and with the carlytics offers and based on hearing that carlytics has said that they are letting the local offers the local offer supplier run their offers on Carlytics Rails. It seems like everything is going through Carlytics and not a separate system or Rails by Fig. Right. And so that, that's an important point here because it's like, again, if 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 you were B of A and you were saying, you know, we we, we want to replace Carlytics with Fig, well, you would have to go through the whole integration process. You would have to test out Fig, how they're doing it on their own, to be able to, to compare apples to apples. Okay, when you have a Fig offer section, what is it like? Uh, how is their, uh, their their system working? How is all the redemptions working? Uh, what are the numbers like? That's not the case. It's only local offers, and it's in B of A's offer wall. It's it's going through their rails. And one thing I've heard, again, don't know how, how accurate it is, is when they first reached out, uh, when B of A reached out to Fig, uh, they were trying maybe to do some of the integration process, but it never happened. And and why I think that might be true is I've also heard from someone else that they reached out, you know, B of A reached out to Fig like two years ago. And I'll get into the whole timing and timeline later. Uh, but what that also says is, well, I never saw local content or B of A and I never hear anything, you know, until just a few months ago. And so that also lines up the fact that you had this long, if they were trying to integrate and it never worked, that maybe their ad tech is not there, which also makes sense because they have maybe a lot less resources, a lot less uh, in both financially and, uh, you know, human or, or <laughs> employees, right? And so there's just, I mean, a lot of this just kind of fits together in the fact now it's like, hey, it's going through a Carlytics offer system. But the big thing here again, it's it's just it seems like it's only the location the location specific offers because Car uh, B of A wanted them and Carlos wasn't going to do it and I'll I'll discuss why later on but it's it's <laughs> it just seems like it's not like they were doing it on their own uh, separately we're just good fig and it was as if they were testing to replace that doesn't seem to be the case um, Andy Christensen CFO of Carlytics in, uh, in December also said we certainly have plans to introduce SMB in the platform but that's probably going to be more of a 2023 exercise and not 2022 but we have already started pushing some local offers for one of our bank partners well B of A is only one with this these extra location specific offers and it's the fact that they said they were pushing it for them right so part of the reason for running the offers from a second supplier through Carlytics is not to confuse the end user. 
you don't want to have two different offer sections, uh, nor would you also want an offer section with uh, completely different offers. The end consumer would be like, what is going on? Why are there two? What is the difference? Um, and I think a lot can be taken from the fact that the testing, um, it is not Fig offers on their own. Fig offers a place with Carlyrix offers. I would be more worried if BFA was testing Fig in isolation with a Fig offer wall. That would more indicate that they were testing to compare the two and looking to switch rather than what we were actually seeing, which is BFA looking to incorporate the Fig offers with Carlyrix offers. Important to note, I have seen my uh, I, I've seen it for myself and I've heard from others that B of A that the B of uh, that there have been B of A offer sections with very few national offers from Carlytics and many location specific offers in the B of A account. This has led some to believe that B of A is testing Fig to replace Carlytics uh, or that it's already incurred. I've heard it from people that they say, yep, B of A is already switched, <laughs> uh, which doesn't seem to be the case. But uh, from what I have seen and heard, the scenario of offers only occurs and only seems to be the case uh, when that user does not use that card often. And so Cardlytics then places very few offers. They don't have much purchase data. The person's not using this. But Fig is just showing every possible offer since it's not based on purchase data. It's supposedly just based on location, right? And that's why when you match it from Dosh, which is based on location, it's all the exact same offers. It's not based on the purchase data. And I know with other cards, such as on Chase and Wells, I've heard from family and friends, I have some that if it's not their primary card or one they're not using often, they just don't have many cards or they don't have many offers from Carlytics. So that's more to explain it rather than, uh, you know, B of A's just dropped Carlytics already. Uh, in all, B of A does not seem to be trying to decide between one supplier of offers over the other. So the next question I usually get is, can there be multiple suppliers of offers in the channel? And the answer is yes, there's a non-exclusivity clause in the agreement. And that's been the interesting thing with this whole B of A situation is I think this is the first bank who has ever exercised this non-exclusivity right. In the long term, it could be more banks exercise this right. Uh, I believe that will only come to be if Carlix is not executing on all their initi initiatives that they're currently working on and seem to be executing on, right? seem to be getting making really good progress on the local offers and i'm going to talk about that a lot later on uh they're making progress on the SKU. i mean bank of america already has or u.s bank has the product level offers uh, we saw them on dosh already the self-service rolling out the new ui i mean they're they seem to be executing i mean if they weren't that'd be another story so for example the probability of another bank using fig for local has decreased with Carlytics having now the same access to rewards network, same offers, and will probably continue to decrease, the probability of, of, of using FIG will probably decrease as Carlytics adds more unique local content, such as through their self-service and the new API connections they talked about. And I'll talk about that more later. So another question, do banks and, and uh, do neobanks and fintechs also have this non-exclusivity right? And it's possible that there's similar non-exclusivity rights with those agreements. Uh, I'm not positive, but an interesting point uh, or data point is the use of QR code offers in Venmo and PayPal. There exists QR code offers that are the exact same in every way between Venmo and PayPal, uh, except the Venmo offers are powered by Dosh, right? They'll say they're powered by Dosh. And if you look at the terms and, and conditions, like on PayPal's website, the only difference, they'll have like the exact same terms and conditions with the PayPal offer, they'll repeat it for the Venmo offer. And at the very end of the Venmo uh, offer, they'll say, oh, and these are powered by Dosh, right? That's, that's the only difference. So it could be that PayPal is doing something similar as you know, B of A, where they're choosing to put their own content within the channel, but using the Dosh rails. This could be due to, uh, or allowed by the agreement, or it could be just not to confuse the end user with different looking offers. And, or it could be similar to Carlytics mentioning, giving the banks a self-service platform. So quote, uh, they can do some of the same things we've been doing 
for Chase for the last two years. So any bank can do that. Uh, they can do it themselves. And so what I'm guessing is they're talking about is the Chase Sapphire Reserve exclusive offers. And so I have a picture here where, I mean, some of these offers are $1,000 back, right? Or the Allbirds one, which was super uh, popular, which was the $50 back. And I mean, there's some really interesting, so that's part of that bank self-service. And I think PayPal or Venmo, uh, because it seems like they're, it, it seems more similar to that Chase exclusive offers, which is what, you know, Carlix wants. They're rolling out this bank self-service so, so each platform can have more differentiation and do more on their own. So I think the situation in PayPal and Venmo is more similar to that rather than the B of A situation with a, a second uh, supplier of offers. But I, I don't know for sure. So uh, another question I, I've had is, isn't it bad for Carlix that the banks are exercising this non-exclusivity rights? In terms of banks, uh, B of A is the only one that I know of that has ever exercised this non-exclusivity right. Uh, one benefit to Carlytics with the non-exclusivity is that it doesn't make it one or the other in terms of competition. If the offer section was exclusive Carlytics, if, uh, it would force the bank to have to drop Carlytics to do someone else. But because there's non-exclusivity, they can keep Carlytics and add someone else. I mean, that, that that's a huge benefit. A negative impact of the non-exclusivity would be Carlytics would not be the only provider and the financial beneficiary of all offers, right? If they're if they're not the uh, if they're bringing a little content for someone else, it's not coming from Carlytics. Uh, however, I'm not sure whether or not Carlytics receives some economic benefit uh, from that second supplier of offers since it's still going through Carlytics rails, it's placed in their offer wall, and uh, it's part of it will probably be on their new user interface, right? So I, I don't know. Carlytics might get even some benefit from that. And then you have a dedicated resource from somebody else who's focused on the local content while Carlytics is doing everything else. I mean, it might actually be a benefit. Even if Carlytics does not have a direct economic benefit, it is likely that the banks are filling some current gap in uh, customer demand, such as the local offers. Uh, that when appropriately organized and shared with the user could increase the overall engagement and redemption by the users, therefore indirectly benefiting Carlytics. This is also mentioned by Carlos when they say some of their content is complimentary, right? But but at the time, right, and we'll talk about this later, is Carlos has weight because they don't want to just put all the offers in the same section, like and see 150 offers of Bank of America, making it hard to find the good national offers, the ones that are relevant and attractive, and they're mixed with all these other offers. They want the new user interface to separate them, to organize them, so people can say, hey, let me look at the location-specific offers. Let me see what's relevant uh, and exciting to me in the national offers, and, and, and categorized. Additionally, right about why it, maybe this isn't a bad thing is as we've seen with the Venmo QR code offers that have been coming from PayPal rather than supplied from Dosh at least that's what I'm thinking uh, those QR code QR code offers on on Venmo have been some of the best offers I've seen on any channel yes there's some of these crazy offers uh, like a thousand dollars back on, on Chase but like ten dollars off the Panda Express when you spend ten dollars a free meal or $25 cash back at Bloomingdale's when you spend a dollar. That was, I have a, I have a link right here. Uh, I'll, I'll open it up real quick. I mean, it was literally, here's the Bloomingdale's offer. Uh, Bloomingdale's $25 uh, QR code offer restrictions on purchases of $1 or more. That's crazy, right? That was just crazy. And I'm guessing those offers are so good that they're likely helping to increase awareness and engagement with the other Venmo offers as well. So I think it's good for the channel. Reason number seven, B of A will likely renew with Carlytics, is uh, banks would prefer one supplier, decrease the risk of others using fake or even B of A using fake in the future. And so the question is, do banks want to work with multiple suppliers of offers? Uh, bank, uh, banks likely want to work with just one supplier, but will seek out additional suppliers if you know they're not getting everything they need from like Carlytics, such as B of A wanting local offers when Carlytics couldn't or wouldn't supply them. Um, Agio even mentioned that banks prefer one supplier. And this is likely why Fig has 
has to go through Carlex's rails and place in Carlex's offer wall. The banks and Carlex do not want to confuse the consumer by having two different offer sections and, and different looking offers, nor do the banks want to have all the additional work, the time, the cost from long integration times from a second supplier. Additionally, according to Agio, the banks do not want the extra complexity of having to deal with two different suppliers, right? It totally makes sense. And they don't want to do it on their own. And to their point, I'm not sure B of A will continue to work with FIG in the future once Cardlix has their own unique local offers, and a lot of them, in addition to the rewards network network type offers. And we'll discuss this in depth later. So by only working with Cardlix, it reduces the complexity and work involved for B of A. And so again, once they get that local content, I just, I don't know if B of A will just continue putting up and do the work, time, costs, and all the other complexity by having to do it themselves with, uh, with Rewards Network, or, or sorry, with FIG. Uh, I believe as, as Cardless continues to execute and add additional offerings, the product level offers via Bridge, new unique local offers from the API connection and the self-service built into the new ad server, the new user interface. I think there's less reason for a bank to seek out additional supplier of offers and add that additional complexity. Reason eight uh, for the renewal, Carlyx is already integrated. <laughs> so there's no switching costs, there's more trust and experience, and they're gonna be able to get all these upcoming innovations. So in terms of no switching costs, even if a competitor had a light integration process, it seems there would be lower probability that a bank such as B of A would go through the whole integration process again with a new partner where Carlyx is already integrated, right? This is likely why FIG offers are going through Carlytics, uh, through Carlytics already integrated rails. If B of A was looking to integrate FIG, which again, I heard they were, but it, the process wasn't going great. We would not see FIG's offer placed through Carlytics and Carl, Carlytics' offer, uh, offer wall. It would likely be tested on their own, but that isn't the case. Again, Carlytics has trust and experience. Carlytics has worked with B of A for over 10 years, which likely leads to a higher level of trust with Carlytics and FIG. In addition, Carlytics has more experience and more social proof with working with larger banks. The trust and experience are important when dealing with, uh, in the banking channel and working with purchase data. You don't wanna just give this data to anybody, especially with someone who doesn't have a, a large, uh, you know, track record of working with this type of data. And, and especially the fact that all the other banks are trusting them, it just adds to that social proof. And finally, right, you're right about to get the new ad served with the new UI, local offers, the SKU offers. I mean, Carlos can offer this all of them, which will allow for, you know, the new user interface, which will allow for the better organization of the, the local and uh, national offers, which will increase overall engagement and redemption and allow for SKU and product level offers, which are already live at US Bank on the new ad server. So if B of A was looking to switch due to not having local offers or product level offers, then there would no longer be that case anymore since Carlos can soon provide them. Right. I mean, if they just said, oh, we're never going to do this or, or they can't offer all these new things, maybe there'd be a case to made to be able to switch and go through and, and lose maybe some of that trust and, and, and experience and have to go through the integration process. But the fact that they're able to, to soon provide, you know, B of A and all the other banks exactly what they want and more, it just doesn't seem it just doesn't make sense to switch. Right. Number nine. Carlix provides more benefits to the banks than FIG. You have the national offers. There's more custom customization and differentiation between the banks. The self-service component for more offers increasing budget. Uh, the larger dedicated resources for better, better communication, better analytics, and faster innovation, and just larger reach. So in terms of national offers, Aju has specifically mentioned that Carlix is better at national offers and FIG is better at local. Although I, I don't really think that's the case anymore just because uh, can, it just continues to tilt in Carlix's favor. Uh, and we'll discuss that more later. But given national offers have 
more recognition, larger ad budgets can be given to more users and, and are typically of higher value and more attractive. I feel more banks would favor having the national offers over just having the local offers, right? If you had to decide as a bank, do you want all the benefits from the national offers that everyone likes and you can give it to more people or just the smaller ad budgets and the smaller offer amounts and the ones that people don't know of the local offers? Uh, I just, I don't think banks would just go to, you know, the, uh, the local offers. Um, I believe at one time I even heard like City, who I think has, you know, I don't know if, if it's through FIG, but they have the location specific offers of Rewards Network. I think I think for sure it's Rewards Network. Uh, I think they wanted to go through Cardlytics, but there was problems and they didn't want to go through the whole integration process. And I mean, Cardlytics said that it wasn't that it wasn't the type of you know pro user profiles that they wanted. But um, I think even City, who doesn't have them, wanted Cardlytics as well. Uh, and so it shows, even though they have the location-specific offers, that doesn't mean that that's what they want. The other reason uh, that there's more benefit from Carlytics is there's more customization and differentiation between the banks. They can offer this. This is a huge point. So Carlytics is continuing to add ways to offer banks the ability to have more differentiation between the banks using Carlytics. Carlytics is rolling out that self-service platform for the banks to allow the banks to do uh, and place more offers on their own which will likely look like Chase and their, their Chase Sapphire exclusive, uh, exclusive Reserve. Chase Sapphire Reserve exclusive offers. Again, these are exclusive offers, not only for Chase, but even exclusive to that card. So I have different offers they, that between my different Chase cards. And during Investor Day, uh, Carlix mentioned creating unique and original offer sections that look different between different banks so they can customize how that looks. And as Carlix adds more, adds more agencies and local and SMBs via their self-service and partnering via APIs, Carlix will likely be able to increase the level of personalization to users. You have, if you have way, way more offers, you can you know, organize them better. You can target certain users with different offers, which allowed for different offers between uh, users, even within the same banks or different banks. So Aju has mentioned local is, you know, is a way to have the differentiation. They have criticized Cardlytics saying, oh, if you're on Cardlytics and you are the same or different banks, there's no differentiation and local is the way to do it. But here's the thing. <laughs> let's say you have all these different, let's say you're in one area. Let's say you're, uh, you're, in, you're in all the exact area and you have all these different banks. Well, if all the banks are getting their offers from the same sources ward network, uh, then every user, in the same location would be shown the same offer and there'd be no differentiation between the banks, right? The, the location specific offers do not give differentiation when it's all the, when every user in that location is getting the same offer. It, it, it makes no sense. Like that, that, that doesn't provide the different, the differentiation. So instead you need more local content that is then based on the purchase data, not just based on location, um, and not just, yeah, and which also allows each user to have different local offers that are actually relevant and attractive. And this can be accomplished by Carlytics and something they're actively working on. I just thought that was like, it blew me away. I sat there and thought about it. I'm like, am I missing something? And I don't think so. I think it was just one of those sales pitches. And I could be wrong, but I think it was more of like a sales pitch of like, oh yeah, we can offer that differentiation by the local content. But that, that just it just doesn't make sense. Uh, self service, Carlytics can offer them. You know, I, I've heard uh, Fig has self service, but you know, Carlytics continue to roll out more self service, which will offer more offers, increasing budgets. So, uh, you know, additionally, Carlytics is rolling out self service to the agencies, which are increasing the number of offers that can be given to individuals and the number of offers shown, increasing overall engagement for B of A. It just seems irrational for B of A not to renew with Carlytics right this moment, given how how much B of A will benefit. Uh, I mean, there is. 
I don't think the self-service uh, you know, components of the new ads manager is where it needs to be. I know I've heard critiques from ad agencies, but the thing is, is as they've critiqued them, they said, well, yeah, it's actually, but I think we'll be increasing our ad budgets because of it. And we're teaching more and more people how to use it, which will eventually allow, and especially when you add SKU, will allow even more of our companies in our ad agency to use it. So it's like, even though it's not where it needs to be, they're taking advantage of it. They're increasing ad budgets and more and more advertisers are getting on there. So if anything, I just, I don't see B of A not renewing right at this moment. If anything, I think it would be, if they were on the fence about renewing, they'll just wait one more year and say, let's see what happens. And the other thing, Carlix has a huge or larger dedicated resource than Fig. So I've seen Carlix have, I think around 600 employees and what I've seen from Fig, and I can't confirm this because Fig isn't public, but I've seen on multiple different websites, but again, I don't know for sure. I've seen them have only 60. <laughs> right and so the larger dedicated resource allows for better analytic ability because you can ha have more analysts who can actually increase that analytics ability you have better communication between advertisers in the ad platform if you have way more uh employees it's more likely that you can have more that are dedicated just working with those advertisers and it allows for faster innovation which is exactly what we've been seeing in the last few months you know the new ad server which is using machine learning now uh the new ui the new ad manager with self-service and the api connections there's all these things that just recently developed and i think that's because you have this larger dedicated resource the other thing and this is another thing that's been talked about a lot is carlos has a large and probably a much larger reach than fig uh regarding fig's reach from information I've seen online, it seems as though Fig has recently grown from about 60 million cards and 300 billion in transaction volume to now 100 million cards and 500 billion in uh, transaction volume, which is a lot, you know, smaller than Carlytics. But while it's very, why it's likely to be true, it's also hard to verify this or completely trust, given that the numbers are not from a public company. Also, the numbers, it's they're given the number of cards, uh, which can be different from the number of users where there are usually significantly uh, more cards than users, or said differently, there's a lot less users in their reporting of cards, but they're gonna report how many cards they have because it sounds bigger. Additionally, uh, are the cards and transactions from uh, the total from the bank, or is that more similar to the Cardlytics where they're only reporting where they're shown an offer, right? Like instead, you know, saying, well, we're in this bank and there's all these cards, so we're gonna report that. I don't know. Could Fig also be including B of A now? I don't know. Uh, there are many questions, so it's just hard to make sense of the, those numbers. Uh, but however, what we do know is advertisers such as Horizon Media, who has access to the self-service platform has and is using Cardlytics, has specifically called out how they cannot spend as much um, with Fig as they can with Cardlytics because Cardlytics has a larger advertising reach. This is why Car this was, I mean, this was a huge deal for Carlos. This was their biggest hurdle until they get reached their current size once they put on Chase and Wells Fargo as partners. Uh, additionally, this difference may only widen if Carlos continues to add MAUs. Well, I mean, while it's not a focus, I mean, they're focused on the advertising aspect. There's still a chance that there could be more MAUs that get added in the channel. I mean, again, rumor, but I've heard that Carlos might have added another uh, large bank in the channel in Q4 2021. Again, rumor, no idea if that's true. I have not seen any indication of that, literally just a rumor. So threw it in there though for the completeness of information. The banks also know uh, they, they cannot get the reach on their own, which is needed. Again, the advertiser said, we need that reach, we want that reach. And so if they're on their own, they can't get it. So it, it combined, uh, so they need to be combined with someone like Cardlytics where they can combine all the reach together. So that decreases the likelihood that any bank are, are, is gonna leave uh, Cardlytics because they want that reach, such as B of A leaving. 
I believe Fig partners with USAA, who is more digitally engaged, but a smaller bank and therefore less reach. It is also possible Fig is showing these higher return on ad, uh, ad spend for advertisers. However, while Fig could have these, you know, substantially higher return on ad spend numbers, it only means so much when you have less reach, right? I mean, think of it in terms of like, let's say I have one user and it's like, wow, I have so much return on ad spend. Well, it doesn't mean much because I don't, I can't, you know, spend enough. For instance, if you could offer 10 uh, ROAS, but could only spend a small sum in ad spend, most advertisers have said they would prefer lower return on ad spend as long as they can increase their ad spend and generate more sales. They want to spend more. VaynerMedia has specifically mentioned this idea while saying, hey, a higher return on ad spend is great, uh, but they wouldn't need as high a return on ad spend and they would be okay if they could, you know, spend more and generate more sales as long as, you know, they could spend that much more. Right, so they're not, they're advertisers, these big advertisers with these large ad budgets that are really, you know, incentivizing attractive users, they care more about the advertising reach. In addition to ROAS uh, dropping due to more reach, I think we will see the return on ad spend drop significantly in time due to the certainty of results uh, since they're based on purchase data. The way I've always thought about this is thinking about the risk-free rate in investing, where investors pay more, earning lower returns for certainty. Right? There's more certainty when it's based on purchase data. So th then uh, it will shift from focusing on return on ad spend of a single purchase, where it will shift to uh, LTV over CAC, lifetime value uh, from that customer over the customer acquisition costs, making that return on ad spend go even lower. They'll be able to accept less and less and less because they could spend more and more and more. And even though it's, it's more ad spend in relation to that one purchase, when you start thinking of it as a function of lifetime value, which you have all that purchase data, then you could spend way, way, way more on that first purchase, which decreases the return on ad spend. But again, there's certainty in the data and you can track everything. So again, I don't think return on ad spend is the way to even think about it. I, I don't even think about like a lot of people focus on five return on ad spend. What's the return on ad spend versus other platforms, right? And while some Sometimes it's better than some of these other digital advertisers. I don't think that needs to be the focus or shouldn't be the focus. So in all, it just doesn't make sense for a bank to switch from Carlytics who has already integrated to uh, and then uh, switch to a new service with less trust and experience and, and less benefits. Uh, maybe it'd be a closer decision if there was more areas where FIG was better. However, that just doesn't seem to be the case. And the only area that FIG uh, discusses often is being better at local. I mean, they talk about that a lot. Say, We're better at local. But soon, Carlytics could surpass them in that area. So reason number 10 why B of A will probably uh, renew is Carlytics has access to the same local offers via Rewards Network. Um, and this is how Dosh gets their local offers, and therefore Carlytics has access to the same offers. Right? You could uh, you can see that B of A and Dosh slash Carlytics are using the same local offers by looking at D, uh, B of A and then looking at DOSH offers in the same location, and you're gonna see identical offers from the same restaurants, the same number of restaurants, there's not more or less in, in either of them, and they usually have the same offer amount, the same local, uh, and they're just the same restaurants. I mean, so it's, it's coming from the same source, right? And so Rewards Network partners with many different loyalty programs. It's not unique to anyone, right? So yeah, here on their website, they even advertise DOSH and Caesar Rewards and Southwest and Delta United. I mean, a lot of people have access to these rewards. So the question again is, if Cardlytics has access to the same local offers, why is Cardlytics not providing them to FIG? <laughs> or why, why, why are they not providing them to uh, B of A instead of FIG, right? They have the same offers. Why, why isn't Cardlytics doing this? Well, previously, Cardlytics did not have these local offers. At one point, I believe they even partnered, uh, Cardlytics partnered with Empire for local offers, right? So one set of information that cleared up a lot of this, of my initial confusion, uh, 
is, is, is by thinking through this timeline, right? So I'm gonna go through a quick timeline of events and some of this might not be quite relevant to everything, but I think it's really important to how I really started piecing this all together. And the biggest one that pieced a lot of information together was supposedly, and I don't know for a fact, but this was the thing that cleared up a lot to me was around two years ago, B of A wanted local contact. Carlix did not own uh, Dosh at that time and who had access to the same local offers through Fig or through Roars Network. And so uh, what happened was, I mean, I mean, Carlix was focused on the more attractive and more recognizable national offers rather than adding local contact. And that, that's still the case right now. This led to B of A, you know, two years ago to say, well, we want that local content. And then Carlix is saying, nope, we're not focusing on that. And we, we want the new user interface, better organize that. Well, B of A didn't want that. They wanted to do it now. So they reached out to Fig instead uh, for the local offers to add to B of A platform. So that was about two years ago. I don't know the exact timing of that, but but why that's important too is again it was before. I'll get into this. Uh, I'll I'll get into it. So then late, so earlier this year in March, Carlix announced the acquisition acquisition of Dosh, which gives them the access to the same local offers through the Rewards Network. Then in April, they announced the acquisition of Bridge, which is going to bring the SKU and product level uh, offers. In June of 2010 or 2021, June 10th. 2021 at investor day there was many new upgrades that were announced the new ads manager with the self-service component a new self-service platform for the banks a new user interface that would allow for a new uh that would be on the new ad server that allow for richer imagery and better organization of offers september 2nd was the first time i became aware and saw these local uh those location specific offers in b of a later in september uh of 2021 carlix mentioned the new ad server has targeting based on machine learning instead of being on the more hands-on targeting approach typically done by Carlytics, which allow for greater scale and more automation. Then in November, just last month, Carlytics has their Q3 earnings announcing that delay of B of A renewal. And then in December, Carlytics meets at the Raymond James conference. Andy Christensen, the CFO, mentions the local and SMB offers utilizing API and the more self-service. Uh, and Lynn mentions uh, the reason for the delay due to the hosting the tech, putting in the cloud, new ad server, attaining better economics, and giving banks the self-service. So here's the thing. The only time timeline event that I wasn't positive about is B of A, like when B of A wanted that local content and if it was truly two years ago. However, if it was true, a lot of other pieces of the story, such as the different comments by Agio and Carlytics, start making a lot more sense, right? Two years ago would have been uh, uh, Carlytics, uh, would be before Carlytics acquiring Dosh and having access to the same local offers. Two years ago would be before the new ad server and the new UI, and it matches Agio's outdated comments saying Carlinux hasn't innovated in years, despite them now having, you know, Carlinux making a lot of progress just recently, like the local offers that are, you know, soon to be local offers doing the more automation and the uh, API connections, the SKU through Bridge, the new ad server, the new UI, new ads manager with self-service, uh, the notifications, neobanks, open banking, all of this, right, would have been within the last two years. So if if B of A reached out to Fig two years ago, and you know Ashi was a part of these conversations, their idea of what was going on was true, and their comments make sense. But a lot has changed since then, and so that's why like it's a lot of outdated comments that you can't just hold those uh, together. So that's why I included that piece of information because if that's true, a lot makes sense. It also lines up with the fact that 
if they were trying to integrate uh, Fig and it wasn't working and it took a long time that if they reached to him two years ago, well, we just started seeing offers in Cardlytics, uh, you know, just a few months ago in, or in B of A. And we're also hearing that it's ran on through B of A and through, or, uh, through Cardlytics' Rails and on Cardlytics' offer system. So a lot starts fitting together when you start he uh, hearing those little pieces of information. So a reason for Cardlytics wanting to add uh, local offers in B of A and other banks, even at, sorry, I, I think I, I said this wrong. So a reason for Carlos, oh, waiting, sorry. A reason for Carlos waiting to add local offers in B of A and other banks, even after the DOSH acquisition and gaining the corresponding access to the local offers is to wait for the new user interface where they can have the better organization, have the local offers in a separate location than, than the national offers and not make it difficult to find the more relevant and more attractive national offers, right? You don't want just 150 offers in one section because then it's just at least a lower engagement, lower understanding, it just doesn't work, right? Additionally, it is better to wait for the new UI with improved imagery, especially with the less recognizable names such as the local restaurants and where there's no uh, image and you're just saying, hey, local pizza place. Like it just doesn't work, right? Especially then if it's in a, uh, not based on purchase data and it's just anything shown in a huge mile radius, like 50 miles, well then it's like, well, who is that place? I, I've never heard of it, right? So the new UI requires the new ad server first, which Carlyx is targeting 50% of AMAUs on the new ad server by the end of 2022. So outside of B of A, the chance of another Cardlytics partner bank considering FIG for local offers is much lower now, given that Cardlytics, who is already integrated and trusted, can provide the exact same offers as FIG through Boris Network and soon will be able to provide more unique local offers, which I'm going to discuss later. I've been really like, building up to that, <laughs> the, the, the future uh, local offers. All right. Given Cardlytics, uh, oh, so this is a question I've got. So given Cardlytics did not get local offers until the DOSH acquisition in 2021, and after B of A said they wanted the local offers, indicating B of A was waiting on Cardlytics, is Cardlytics the bottleneck for the banks? It's possible, right? But it doesn't make sense. Although Agio says uh, Cardlytics is the bottleneck, which is based, could, could be true when the, if it was based on two years ago on outdated information and maybe makes sense, Cardlytics has a lot of conflicting sta statements that seem much more reasonable and likely true. Uh, as stated in the, the beginning, Cardlytics is trying to push a lot of new context. So I'm going to go through some of the, the stuff that Cardlytics is trying to get B of A to accept. So the first was host technology. B of A is the only remaining bank out of Cardlytics partner banks that is still hosting the technology and making it such that, quote, if we want to make a change to Chase or Wells Fargo that takes two minutes and we want to make that same change to B of A, it can take us two months because we have to go through their internal processes. Carlux is looking to host the technology for B of A to be able to make those changes and upgrade faster, which is, uh, you know, they can't do yet. So in that aspect, B of A is the bottleneck, right? If they want to make the change, it's good. They have to go through B of A and it's taking way longer than any other bank. So B of A is the bottleneck there. The cloud, right? Uh, putting the, the, the technology in the cloud is needed for auction-based pricing, dynamic pricing, optimization, and just to be more effective and efficient. I've heard Carly say the cloud is also needed for the machine learning. And I've also heard that the new ad server has machine learning for targeting. And I put a link to when, when I heard that, which was just in September, just a few months ago. So this is all new things that just keep happening. Therefore, there are quite a bit of improvements for the platform that are currently waiting to be implemented until B of A allows that technology to be in the cloud. So Carly again, is just waiting on B of A and they're having to negotiate it for it. The new ad server. So the new ad server will allow for product level offers, the new user interface, which allow for Carlyx local offers and more. And given the product level offers are using Carlyx and bridge data, not simply the banks, Carlyx has mentioned getting better revenue share, if not simply from you know the FI portion, but also from uh, from 
the, the bridge data. These revenue shares discussion regarding SKU data, as well as you know B of A being the first major bank and having the best revenue share, um, add to the delay in reaching a new agreement. And all, once again, to be able to add product level offers and to get more unique and attractive local offers that B of A wants, it is a matter of them taking the new ad server, right? So given product level offers are already live at US Bank, who has the new ad server, Carlix is waiting on B of A, right? So I mean, again, here's the point. It's not like, Carlytics is saying, oh, if you take this new ad server, we can give you product level offers and they don't execute on it and they're just waiting on Carlytics again. Carlytics has already went live with local offers in US Bank, right? They're already live. So Carlytics is waiting on B of A to accept the new ad server so they can finally start pushing these, this local content or, or local content and the product level offers. And finally, Carlytics has this new self-service for banks and they mentioned giving it, uh, they also mentioned this at, at Investor Day, but this will give give banks the ability to do more on their own, such as, quote, do some of the things we've been doing for Chase for the last two years. And so any bank can do this and do it themselves. This will likely be uh, more, you know, for the bank and card specific offers. Uh, with Chase, they've been placing very attractive, those card specific offers that we were talking about before, the Chase Sapphire Reserve exclusive offers. And this will allow for the more differentiation between the banks and between the cards. So again, Carlix has this innovative thing that they can offer that differentiation, but they're just waiting. I mean, they're, they haven't given it to B of A. It's created, but they need to accept all this other stuff. So therefore, it just doesn't seem like Carlix is the issue in terms of updating the technology and adding all these improvements when Carlytics has to you know get B of A to accept it and they're having to negotiate for it. Another question I get, if B of A said they wanted local offers, why wouldn't uh, Carlix simply go through and get local offers from someone else, put in the channel before the new ad server, new UI, even if that wasn't what Carlix wanted, right? You know, B of A sitting there saying, we want it. Why wouldn't you do that? Why wouldn't Carlix do it if they have the risk of losing to FIC? I think Carlix has always known they wanted local and SMB, but they've continued to focus on what has the most ad spent and the most desired by the users, which is the big, well-known national brands. And the ability to get these larger brands has really only started until Carlix partnered with Wells Fargo and Chase and had enough advertising reach. Carlix says agency spend is likely to be the focus in 20, uh, 2022. They're going to continue focusing on those agency spends. And then local uh, is more of the focus of 2023. But I think the reason they didn't just go out and get someone and add those local offers to B of A was due to the exact outcome that is currently occurring, right? While it is coming from uh, Cardlytics, so maybe it isn't totally true, they said overall adding local offers is hurting the channel at the moment. Since there's no organization available, making it hard to find for the users uh, those relevant and attractive offers. They're just throwing all these offers together, which isn't what Cardlytics wanted, right? Uh, so it may be to Cardlytics' benefit that <laughs> they did not add the local offers to B of A when they wanted. Uh, they made B of A initiate and go out and get FIG. And now B of A has seen for themselves the worst offers, and this is strengthening Carlyx's position. All right. So uh, reason number 11. We're getting, we're getting to the end here. Uh, Carlyx may soon have substantially higher number of, of higher number of offers and more unique local offers than FIG. This, I've, been, I've been hinting at this a ton, but I think it's an important point. So question, will Cardlytics ever partner with FIG for local offers or buy them? It's possible, right? It totally could happen. Uh, Cardlytics supposedly used to partner with Empire. So maybe there's some relationships still there. It's also possible uh, Agio just wants Cardlytics to, to buy them. Um, a lot of people thought that the Dosh and Bridge prices were just crazy. I don't. I went through in previous write-ups and stuff why I explained those prices. But it could lure others thinking that Cardlytics, like, oh, wow, look at these crazy prices. Let's try to get Cardlytics to buy us as well. 
and we'll just talk ourselves up. Uh, and this could be why Agio is talking themselves up, but it could also be that they're trying to just get into other banks and do well for their business, right? Uh, I really hope Carlos doesn't purchase Fig, since they have access to the same local office versus rewards network. Uh, it'd be a totally different story if, if Fig had really unique local content, right? And they went through and did all this work on themselves. But if anything, Carlos should attempt to buy rewards network, <laughs> removing access for Fig. Uh, however, I, I really do think the, the goal if your goal is trying to get rid of Fig, you should just go over to their uh, get their banks and try to get them to partner with Cardlytics and, and just kind of put an end to Fig. Sounds brutal, but I think if that was the goal, that's the better way to do it. The benefits of purchasing Fig or even partnering with Fig would only make sense, again, if, if Fig had more uh, unique local offers. And, I, and by unique, I mean like that they were able to obtain local offers in a unique way that wasn't easily accessible to Cardlytics, right? The fact Dosh can just go over to Rewards Network and get the same local offers makes the Rewards Network offers not unique. There's nothing special about it. Anyone can get them, right? So there's no reason to just buy Fig or partner with Fig really for that reason. Um, and there's just, they don't have that unique way of doing it, maybe such as like getting the local and SMB content like a Facebook or an Instagram can, because this requires more automation, self-service, machine learning. And I don't believe Fig has any of this. They might have some, and I've heard that they have some, but there was a recent interview and Aja laid out what it would take uh, to get all that stuff, making it seem as though they haven't done it yet. They were, they were saying, oh, if you wanted to do all this, you'd have to do this and this and this. So if Cardlytics doesn't uh, partner or buy Fig, how is Carlos going to get this local content or this unique local content, right? That not everyone can get. Small businesses, self-service and machine learning and partnering, all right? Agio specifically mentioned that if Carlytics or someone wanted to go out and get this local content, they, they would have to go, over, go after the small business space within the banks or some aggregators or partners, uh, but they also need automation, self-service, machine learning, uh, all of which Carlytics already created <laughs> or is currently working on. Right, uh, which again, outdated comments, which it was lead, uh, which will lead to original local content at scale, which I don't think Fig is providing. Right, it's not what we're seeing in B of A. This increases the value proposition of Cardlytics in relation to Fig uh, for the other banks and de decreasing the odds of Fig going into other banks, banks, and or B of A sticking with Fig in, in the long run. So the small business space, Agio mentioned how banks have large small business spaces who could uh, be a source of local content and i believe i believe carly is actually working on this so lynn Loby said quote in return for the new uh in, in return for all of that the carrot if you will that we're giving b of a is not only the new ad server which opens up all the new content uh that we've been talking about but it also opens up the ability for you bank to customize your own program and we're building it for all the banks so it's basically self-service for banks so that they can run, they can do some of the things we've been doing for a chase for the last two years. So any bank can do that, but they can do it themselves, right? So that doesn't specifically, you know, it could be the bigger brands and national brands like uh, Carlos was doing with Chase and Allbirds, for instance, right? Uh, after their IPO and trying to pump that up. But this should give them the capability then to also go to the small business space if it's the same thing of say, hey, you have these, these local branches that can work with the small businesses and also put offers in the channel. Right. And that's really good if it's coming from the bank, because then they're they're regulated and it's going through them and they're getting the content they want as well. So the self-service and machine uh, learning, Agio mentioned that if Carlos wants to get into local, they need more automation and leverage machine learning, given Carlos cannot simply work with and be direct, work on, directly with and be hands on with tens of thousands of local businesses. Makes sense, right? You can't expect Carlytics, their dedicated resource, even though it's maybe bigger than FIG with 600 employees, you can't have 
you need probably 600 employees if you were directly working and building these campaigns for all of them. You need self-service. But here's the thing. This is why the new ad server has a self-service component. Lynn Lowe said, and importantly, we were uh, we were talking about the self-service component of the new ads manager that we have that is fully built now. 100% of our ad campaigns are running on that new platform. Again, there's a self-service component. And Cartlix has mentioned also that they recently added the ability to target with machine learning rather than being more hands-on and, and, and doing the targeting uh, themselves by Cardlytics. It's still a possibility. I'm not gonna read through this whole uh, quote, but this was back in September uh, with an interview with Cardlytics. And they said, we recently launched or relaunched a new ad server that now is powered by Purchase Graph or Social Graph or Taste Graph, our machine learning algorithm, which means that we no longer from an analytics standpoint, create these hyper-segmented audiences and target those populations. He later said, all that logic is now baked into the platform and is the logic that powers the algorithms. They went on to just say, we're not, we can't be hands-on, but we don't have to be. The targeting can now be done by machine learning. It's just happened, right? So it would make sense if Agio had these thoughts of what was going on, what it would take, and Carlix isn't doing it because at the time they weren't, that now they have, right? I mean, <laughs> I'm really just trying to hit home. Like, Carlix has done so much that no one's really talking about. And it's just like kind of bits and pieces are thrown around. Next thing, partnering. Agio questioned how Carlos would go about, go about signing tens of thousands of local merchants and how they'd regulate the offers. The answer is, Carlos has already built into the new ad server the ability to connect with partners via API. Carlos could use the API to partner with point sale providers uh, that are already integrated with Bridge and use the machine learning and the self-service component for the, the automation. And then use the new bank self-service tool for regulation, right? So uh, Andy uh, in December said, one of these things, uh, one of the things we may end up doing in SMB, right, is utilizing a lot of channel partners. We've built into, we have built, like it's already done. We've built into the new ads manager an ability to connect through APIs to be able to partner with other people and bring that content. So like I've already said, but possible partners via self-service and API connection could be to leverage all the existing integrations that Bridge has with point of sale systems, right? Uh, it looks like Bridge at one time was integrated with NCR's Aloha, Pars Brink. Uh, I see Bridge is still listed on Pars website, uh, and I've also heard Bridge was integrated and maybe still is with Toast. Right, who's a huge public, a new public company. I don't see them listed as an integration partner, so I don't know for sure. But all these point of sale systems, right? Bridge is already integrated with them. They have this new API system, which was how like if you go to any of them, uh, like if uh, like on uh, Pars website or or Toast, they'll say here's all our integration partners, and there's tons of them, right? Well, you could imagine that. Well. Bridge is already integrated, and if they could get it where then Cardlytics is just, well, we will have Cardlytics integrated and we'll have a self-service component and they can place offers in there. Not only are you gonna have all these advertisers and these restaurants who could then advertise in the channel, but then you have the Bridge component, which with the product level offers, make it even more unique compared to like Fig. It just gets super exciting there. And I, I might even do a whole write-up on that because that I think is just this huge unlock um, that could be exciting. So quick summary of this local unique, you know, uh, local offers. So all together, I think Carlos is quietly executing on exactly every item that Aju said was necessary for Carlytics to get into local. I thought that was just kind of this like, like funny aspect is like, Aju was like, well, Carlytics would need to do this, do this, do this. And it's like coming from Aju, not somebody else, not from some advertiser, not from some other bank, uh, from Aju, who is the parent of a fig, right? And the fact that Carlytics is actually doing it, doing all that stuff. Uh, therefore, not only does Cardlakes have the same local offers uh, as FIG, the Rewards Network, but will soon have a substantial number of original 
and unique local content, taking the lead in local content and making it less likely for other banks to use FIG and it maybe even less likely from B of A continuing to use FIG in the future, removing the cost, the, com the complexity, the time involved with working with additional suppliers as we discussed before. Essentially, FIG would no longer have their one unique advantage that they keep talking about. It is possible uh, FIG can eventually do the same uh, but I believe Carlytics has more financial resources and more employees to continue to further their technological uh, innovations for local and SMB, making it harder for, for uh, FIG to catch up. FIG was only ever ahead of Carlytics in local, given that uh, that it, it just they were only ahead in, in Carlytics just in the local context, uh, and it, I don't think they are anymore. And uh, sorry, let me let me just let me think about this for a sec. FIG was only ever ahead of Carlytics in local, given that has not been, and is still currently not, Carlytics' main focus, right? Carlytics has been focused on other stuff. And the only way that FIG ever got the local content was from a single provider that many loyalty programs use, such as DOSH. I believe that Carlytics made even more progress on, lo on local than many realize, as we just discussed, in a very short time. And... It, all the while, it was never Carlytics' main focus. I mean, that's just like this huge aspect. You had all this progress made where they can get all this local content. And all the while, it was just like, oh, this isn't our focus until 2023. So I, I just think that's really interesting. So 12, re another reason why Carlytics uh, or B of A will probably renew at Carlytics is the testing of FIG supposedly went poorly. Which was huge. When I heard this, it was big to me. So an interesting part of the story has, be has been hearing about how the testing of FIG has been going. One potential negative outcome for Carlytics would be if the testing of FIG was, just was going perfectly, right? Uh, if if this could lead to B of A saying, yeah, we're going to continue with FIG for local content until maybe Carlytics adds all the additional local, local content we just discussed. Um, and as discussed before, even if B of A simply continue to use FIG, uh, it would not be to remove Carlytics from the channel. It would just, So there's not like this crazy worst case scenario where they're dropping Carlytics. It's just to continue to work, for FIG, with, work with FIG for the local content. Instead, I've been hearing from multiple different sources. So instead of hearing that the, the results are going perfect, what I've been hearing instead is that it, the testing has been going poorly. Um, I don't know for certain, right? It's possible that this is coming from Carlytics and that's why I've added this whole supposedly. So I wanna make sure that is known that I don't know for certain that it, it's going poorly. So the question I get then is, well, why is the testing of, of FIG supposedly going poorly? And so uh, I've heard from multiple different people that, you know, here's some of the reasons I, I, I've gathered. And these just, these make intuitive sense as well. The FIG offers have been low in amount. They've been like 5% cash back instead of 10 to 20% that we see in national brands, making it not really that incentivizing. The other thing, FIG offers have had poor logos. Uh, logos. In some cases, they're just words. <laughs> uh, FIG offers have had no images uh, to no who they were or um, you know what they're actually selling where no national brands i mean most of them have a logo that you see but most actually recognize if i just saw starbucks i know who starbucks is but most of them also had a logo and some of these uh you know location specific local offers didn't even have a logo and maybe someone wouldn't even recognize it because they're not nationally recognized uh the other thing fig offers were shown to anyone with a large radius, making them less relevant and known. I mean, there's people uh, like in New York where it's it, it's much more important to be very spit, uh, very location specific and in their area. So when there's an offer from 50 miles away, someone's gonna have like not only are they probably not gonna go there, they have no idea who, who that is. Combined with all the other factors we've been talking about, uh, fig offers were supposedly not targeted based on purchase data, making them less relevant. And we'll talk about that more here in a little bit. And fig offers, fig offers were mixed with those national offers 
making them less easy to find and less dec uh, and, and dec decreasing the overall engagement in the channel. So that's what you're hearing. That makes sense. But do we know for certain the testing of FIG went poorly? <laughs> or is that only according to Carlytics? That's a question you hear, right? That's a good question. It is possible other investors are hearing this from Carlytics, and Carlytics is only saying that the local offers or this testing of local offers by FIG is going poorly. However, when I assess the situation rationally and independently, and uh, not only are they potentially are these local offers not targeted by purchase data? Uh, they're not nearby. They don't. Ha they have poor logos and imagery. They're only five percent. But the other huge aspect, right, that, that, that a lot of people don't talk about, is that they're coming from Rewards Network, which I strongly believe they are. And the type of restaurants uh, that are, you know, from Rewards Network, it's just really unattractive. And I'm gonna get so, from my understanding, Rewards Network provides funding to restaurants who are who are usually in need of capital. So that's a very important point because. The restaurants on Rewards Network then are typically ones that are in need of you know capital for one reason or another, such as they're, maybe their operations, they're, they're struggling with their operations. And so to pay back the loan, how this all works with, with Rewards Network, uh, Rewards Network then works with loyalty programs to bring in customers to those restaurants. And then Rewards Network gets a piece of that ad, uh, additional revenue as a way of repayment by quote, dining down the balance for the funding. So again, this whole process, I, I, I put a logo or I put a, a snapshot or screenshot from Rewards Network on the, the whole write-up, but I'm a restaurant, I need funding. I, I asked Rewards Network, hey, can I get funding? They say, yep, here's your money. And then how they pay it back is Rewards Network then goes out and partners with the loyalty programs. They bring in, uh, you know, net new, you know, consumers or, or, or restaurant use, uh, eaters <laughs> and that dined down that loan balance. But the fundamental point here, right, is the restaurants that are going to be on here are people who are usually struggling and need capital. These aren't these striving businesses that everyone eats at all the time. It's the people that aren't eating there, <laughs> that aren't attractive, that aren't set up appropriately, that don't look great, that aren't very nice, and they need capital maybe for renovations, or they just need capital because they're struggling, can't pay bills. And so they ask Rewards Network, and then those are the type of uh, restaurants that are on Rewards Network. That's a huge factor of why these aren't attractive. So um, I can't say it's for all locations, but in lo uh, local areas in my state, all restaurants that are on here, like when I look on Dosh, are not attracted to dine at. I've never eaten at any of them, which should speak some volume because there's quite a bit. And I would not go even if I had a cashback offer, the 5% or even more. And this probably explains why in the first place <laughs> they need the, the capital. And another data point was that the third largest city in my state, and again, I, I'm in Iowa. So, uh, you know, it, it, this isn't like in the middle of nowhere. There are two restaurants on Rewards Network that I, I've seen through Dosh. And one of them was for sale for the longest time, right? And they're on Rewards Network. So they're likely struggling. And again, I've never been there. So it's just... This could be speculation, but it just kind of adds to the point of trying to illustrate like these are these are companies and restaurants that aren't doing very well. And I know this isn't the case for all, you know, Rewards Network restaurants because, you know, in more densely populated locations, I went, you know, like to Chicago. There was a restaurant that was actually attractive. But we ate there and I got dodged back, right? Uh, but that's from, maybe that's not really a place that everyone likes who's from Chicago, right? That's coming from an outside perspective. I don't know for sure. Um, and it doesn't mean the business isn't struggling. Maybe they're already way too much in debt. Um, and additionally, maybe when assessed on an aggregate basis, like in Chicago or in these other areas, it's only small, maybe it's only a small percentage of the total restaurants that are worthwhile to go to. So therefore the origination of these local offers from Rewards Network 
may just not be attractive for users, regardless of the incentive, let alone if there's no imagery to know who they are, they're an unknown name, they're not nearby, and they're not related to the purchase. That just, it makes sense why maybe the offers aren't working, let alone they're just mixed with all the national offers and it's just hard to know what's going on. So three, or 13, not three, I've been... <laughs> <laughs> reason three after an hour, you know an hour and a half uh fig offers are based on location they supposedly supposedly do not have access to purchase data so the question always has been does fig receive purchase data i heard agio mention fig has the same kind of transparency into bank data as cardlytics but they did not specify when and where they receive that data so uh if it is, is it Agio that's receiving the bank data and not FIG? Because there might be two separate entities. Uh, is it when the FIG is the only partner with the bank and not a second supplier? Do they get the whole you know share of wallet? There's just a lot I don't know, right? It is possible that FIG has purchased data when they're the primary provider of the offers with their you know bank partner partnerships and when they're integrated with the bank. When they are not the primary provider of offers and they're not integrated and they're like a secondary you know supplier of offers like with B of A, I don't I don't think they actually have the purchase data. And instead, I think they're just based on the location location uh, specific, right? This is why they're not always relevant because they're not based on purchase data combined with just showing everything in a, uh, a significant radius. This would then match Ashio's comment saying they do have purchase data, but when they were asked in an interview specifically, hey, do you have, a, uh, do you, in B of A, do you have purchase data? They didn't answer. They didn't say whether or not they did. They just kind of dodged the, the question, which I thought was interesting. But this would also match Carl Linus' comment uh, regarding the competition, uh, which was during the Q3 earnings call when Lynn said, on the competition question, there's really no one out there that is uh, still in the U.S. and in the U.K., to the best of my knowledge, that is competing with us in terms of getting access to banks' data and banks' digital channels to publish targeted advertising content and content that gives you the ability to fully close the loop. There are certainly people out there who are trying to pu publish other types of content to some of our bank partners. Some of that content is complimentary. Some of it's kind of noise. But in terms of really creating true transaction-based targeted marketing and fully penetrating all of that, that spend and being able to use it for advertisers and for advertising purposes, there's no one out there. So Q3 earnings, November 3rd. This is after they're already, they're already pushing the content for FIG. You know, they know FIG's going on. So this is about FIG. Um, and they're saying no one has this purchase data. I mean, maybe Cardlytics is lying. Maybe they're trying to dodge it. It just, it fits though. It fits. All right. The other aspect. I also believe FIG is not getting purchase data since their local offers seem to only be location specific and not based on actual purchases, just like Dosh. Right within Dosh, you can go to any location and see offers available. Right, it's not based on your your purchase data. It's just, you can sort by location, and every time that I've matched the location to someone's B of A offers with Dosh, they're the exact same offers. Same same number of restaurants. They're not one additional one in the other. Uh, they're the same amount, same number of restaurants, and the same same logos and everything. If it was based on purchase data, <clears throat> it would not be the same for everyone, um, nor would it match Dosh every time. Who is simply based on location. Excuse me. I get just a little water here. We're almost done with all this. <clears throat> all right. <clears throat> Additionally, for users who do not use their B of A card, uh, they have very little transactions, and therefore Carlix isn't showing them many offers, but they still re receive maybe like 50 location-specific offers because, again, they're location-specific. To, to decide whether they're based on purchase data, I mean, literally they say in the logo, location-specific. 
not per purchase data specific, right? Um, I do not think the banks want to share their, their data with just anyone as it increases the odds of security related issues. And I believe the banks are only looking to share the data to one party at a time. And would be of a, this would be Carlytics who is already integrated. So number 14, B of A possibly lost negotiation leverage due to the fig, fig testing. The question I get, why is uh, B of A you know, using fig for local offers? Kind of repeating myself here, but it, it, it's important for the, the total context. It was, it, it's been rumored that B of A was not completely happy with Carlytics. Agio mentioned that B of A was unsatisfied, unsatisfied, or they just kind of mentioned in general that the banks of Carlytics are unsatisfied uh, due to B of A wanting the local content. Um, and then even Carlytics past uh, chief product officer said, you know, B of A has been wanting SKU, right? While Carlytics has been more focused on the national clients, right? That's why they haven't went after the local offers. They've been, they wanted all the national offers and they've been waiting for the new ad server, which will allow for the new user interface to not just show all the offers uh, in the same area, making it difficult to find the offers. And they want to wait for the richer imagery to help with the, you know, make it under, more understandable and recognizable for the, the, the user, especially with these lesser known brands. Uh, therefore, if B of A was not uh, willing to wait, they likely reached out to Fig to have them pro uh, provide those local offers within, within their channel. I think that's what happened, right? They, they just didn't want to wait. Additionally, the FIG testing uh, could have been for negotiation leverage, right? They could have been purposely going out and saying, we want uh, to gain some negotiation leverage, so let's start testing FIG uh, to put some pressure on Carlytics. Cardlytics has publicly mentioned that they are attempting, attempting to re renegotiate the economic terms of the agreement with B of A. And it was separately rumored that B of A was unhappy <laughs> due to Cardlytics attempting, attempting to decrease B of A's revenue share. B of A was one of the first large bank partners of Cardlytics, and they have the best terms. They took the most risk uh, at the time and before there was other banks on, on the platform. And at the time, B of A was, a, or, or Cardlytics was kind of like a small startup. So, and beyond just the revenue share, there's the additional renegotiations of revenue shares uh, with the SKU-based data. Cardlytics has mentioned that though that is not based on bank data, it's based on bridge data, which is, so they should get, Cardlytics should have, the bank should get zero revenue share for that aspect. I don't know if that's exactly what's gonna have uh, happen, but it's, it's very possible. So again, the combination of the two could mean that it's like, hey, there could be a lot less money, uh, you know, decrease of what B of A is already getting, and they're not gonna get all the, the, the revenue share from these other offers, but on a net basis, they should be, you know, the dollar amount should be significantly more going forward. Uh, but again, B of A could be unhappy with this, and so they're trying to gain leverage by, you know, saying, hey, we're gonna switch to FIG if you, you don't keep us where we're at. However, uh, again, that's all that's all speculation. However, if true, or even if B of A was not attempting to gain additional negotiation leverage, it is possible B of A is losing <laughs> any uh, negotiation leverage from them actually going out and testing FIG, which is supposedly going poorly, right? Because if it's going poorly, this probably increases the odds of renewal. It also uh, increases the probability of, of Carlos getting better economics, um, them being able to host the tech instead of B of A, Carlos being able to put the technology in the cloud and B of A taking the new ad server, which will allow for everything else. So I really think by them going out and by themselves and choosing to test FIG and then it going poorly and and, and then Carlos being able to see this <laughs> and just be like, okay, I guess you're not switching there. Um, you need to stick with us. It really increases Carlos, you know, uh, negotiation uh, leverage, let alone with all these new things that they can offer. And you know that if they can say, hey, look at how well it's doing in US Bank, uh, it just adds to it, right? It just adds to their uh, Carlix negotiation leverage.
So it'll be really interesting to see there. And I think that why, full circle to what we talked about at the beginning, I think that's why Cardlytics is even has it on the table saying, hey, we want better economics. Is they know, like if they had any risk of losing B of A, they would not be at the table saying, yeah, we, you know, I know B of A, we, we might lose you, but you know what? We want better economics. We want to decrease your, your revenue share. They wouldn't do that, but they would do that if they weren't getting more uh, negotiation leverage like I think they are. Number 15, the last reason, Truist renewed with Carlytics in Q4 2021. So there's no, you know, systemic, you know, problems going on. This happened on October 31st, 2021. Truist agreed to extend their agreement with Cardlytics through uh, another additional three years. This shows there was no across the board issues with Cardlytics that has led to another bank to not renew at the exact same time. Obviously, it might be a concern if Truist didn't re renew, maybe B of A might not be renewing, but Truist renewed. So it's not like there's something across the board that is a concern. So in closing, I found it interesting how even myself jumped to very pessimistic assumptions when I first heard about B of A and the testing of a competitor. It wasn't until I sat down with this information and spent some time thinking through it, gathering more of the facts, um, and I just came to a much different conclusion. I also wonder if the price situation was reversed, <laughs> where we were all we we're at like maybe all-time highs with very you know optimistic prices, if people would even be talking about this, uh, or the assumption would be that you know the B of A renewal was all but certain. Right, but we're not there. We're at, we're in a very you know pessimistic time and a pessimistic association with a decrease in, in stock price. So even if there has never been a chance that B of A was not going to renew with Carlytics, it is still likely an assumption held by other investors that has impacted the stock price. Therefore, a renewal, if it got announced, may lead to a change in that assumption, right? <laughs> Where the probability of non-renewal uh, assumed goes from greater than zero, which maybe some people have been assuming, well, then if they renew, it would go down to zero until the next renewal. And that would ensure that there's no significant loss of users and, and no loss of you know the corresponding reach for advertisers. This could lead to a change in the, in the price of Carlyx stock, which for the current uh, market, crap, market cap is almost priced as if you know, Carlix has already lost B of A, right? I mean, like, if I'd be really interested to know if if B of A uh, announced that they weren't going to renew, would, would Carlix uh, stock price even decrease even more? Uh, it'd be really interesting, right? And we could go through a whole thing of like, I, I think I discussed it here. I mean, there's still, you know, there's always a non-zero probability that B of A doesn't renew. It could still happen, right? Anything can happen, such as from some new development occurring before they sign. However, even if B of A does not renew, the investment proposition would still be worthwhile at this approximate two billion market cap, right? I mean, we're not talking about like a twenty or or hundred billion market cap. We're talking about two billion, right? The reason, like, the reason this investment proposition would still hold together is as long as Carlyx still retains the relationships with the other banks, they would still have what north of one hundred and forty million MAUs, let alone with all the other additional partnerships, such as maybe a firm, but the Venmos and all the other neo banks and. I mean, B of A is just not their largest uh, partner with Cardlytics. So they would still have significant advertising reach. And any short-term decrease in engagement from the loss of B of A and, and loss of offers would likely quickly be made up for, or just even go unnoticed, with the continued increase in ad spend from the agencies. I mean, we've already heard more agencies saying they're doubling or, or quadrupling ad spend going forward. Um, and, or even, what I guess, even more than that. Uh, but an additional agencies coming onto the channel. So you have increase in agencies, like how much they're spending. You have more agencies coming on because of the self-service and the additional offers from the product level offers that are now live at US Bank and on the uh, in DOSH, like we saw in the last write-up in video and the new notifications and the new user interface. There's all these things that are going on that 
I, I don't even think you would it would matter if B of A was lost at this current market cap of two billion. So thank you for, if you watched this far, please leave a like uh, if you enjoyed the video. Right? If you didn't, reach out to me. If you if you don't agree with anything, reach out to me. Leave a comment down below. Reach out to me on Twitter. Uh, I'm gonna continue to follow this. This has been very interesting, and I really hope you enjoyed this. And I, I, I'll be interested to see what happens with B of A here in the future. Thanks, everyone, and I'll see you in the next one.